right. I'm going to get Stacey to do a few more of the uh, guests the NFL, NFL teams from their badges. Oh, yes. Yes, definitely good. do that. That's so good. I was thinking about getting my six-year-old daughter to do it, but the first two she got right. <laughs> <laughs> I was taken I, in by osmosis from you. I, I showed I showed her the Titans logo. She went Titans. I'm like, how do you get Titans from that? She's obviously picked it up while I've been watching it, but I was very impressed. You shouted, Daddy yeah. really, really yeah. hates yeah. this logo. Yeah, really, no, no. really hates it. <laughs> yeah, no, what she actually says was, Oh, is it the fucking Titans? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the world famous Long Snapper podcast. I'm Adam. I have four other people with me, um, and which is great because I have a quiz that specifically needs four people and those exact people. Rich is here. Hi, Rich. All right, mate. All right. Well, he went a bit West Country there, even more so. <laughs> um, speaking of West Country, Mark's here all the way from Swindon. How you doing, Mark? Hello, not in Swindon. <laughs> Definitely in Swindon. He's on um, holiday. Pat is here as well. Hello, Pat. Hi. <laughs> He's in a good mood. Doubly so. Um, and Nate is joining us again. Um, how you doing, Nate? Uh yeah, I'm all right, I suppose. I don't know why I'm here, but <laughs> well I'm here for the I'm here for the quiz. That's it. <laughs> I mean, you're here because you want you want to be. And I'm here this, because this I want is, to be, yes. You know, I'm basically the I'm going to do the anti-Craig. I'm going to come and kill the quiz and then leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disappointed because I had loads of jokes lined up about Adam hosting a podcast with a load of division winners and uh, then some Colts fans showed up and ruined them. I mean, they have won the division before. I, I mean, not and, recently. And, and like, if we think about the amount of times we won it, you're not even on the table, are you? So, sharp. Getting the oh, raining. Raining, mate. No one remembers last year. I don't even remember last week. We've, I mean, this is that we have three AFC South teams represented, which is a bit concerning. We could find a Texans fan, but no, we couldn't. I don't, I mean, nah. they don't exist. I don't think. Not as far as there's a Scottish guy in a kilt. They're all they're yeah. all Cardinals. Fans I bet him. He's not. Yeah, but you know, we don't we don't need that. There's more than more than enough AFC South coverage. More than enough coverage, really, in general. Shall I get I mean, going with? You're fine. We won't talk about the AC South too much because it's embarrassing and we try to not think about it most of the time. But not this week. I can't wait to talk about how shit the Titans are. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that is your reason for living. But I mean, the, it was so bad that the NFL didn't even want to put the win in, win and in game on a Sunday night. They'd rather put a win and irrelevant <laughs> in game on a Sunday instead. So that tells you all you need to know, really. So. I wasted was, a Saturday night instead. It was great, though. I enjoyed the losing out version of, uh, of the <laughs> NFL. <laughs> it's much it, more of a negative narrative. I'm a big fan of that. It, it's funny. I've just done the, the Titans podcast this evening, and we were all just at peace with the world. I, with, <laughs> I've, had, I've had years when I've hated just been in, incredibly envious of every other team in the playoffs and just sort of watched it through gritted teeth. This year, I feel completely different. I just feel well out of it. Like we'd have embarrassed ourselves. Um, it would have been horrific. Now I could just enjoy six games of wildcard weekend without having to worry about it. Um, I feel I feel at peace with it. 
the better team, the better team are in the playoffs for what it's worth. Thanks. Yeah, there you go. So this maybe this is. Please, you found joy. I mean, I was pretty angry when (laughs) the officials clearly fixed the game, but I'm over it now. Um, they fixed the game for the right reasons. The ends justify the means. Um, I sort of, I, I jest slightly, but anyway, I digress. We should do a quiz because I'm quite excited about this quiz, more so than usual. Now, Fibbage, we tried this before and I've realised it's not, we're not quite following the rules of Fibbage. There's a, they do it on House of Games where there are some questions and we go, we take each of you in turn and you'll get four possible answers. One will be the correct answer, and the other three will be supplied by your opponents. And if you get a question right, I will give you two points. If somebody guesses your answer incorrectly on their question, you'll get a point as well, so different ways to score. Craig's not here, so that's hopefully the only time I need to explain the rules. (laughs) Adam, before you start, there's one thing that I loved about the original version of this quiz above all else. I think it's the first time we gave shit, uh, Mark shit for horse noises, or you gave Mark <laughs> shit for horse noises. <laughs> but now we've, was now that, we've was that on my way it. to winning another quiz, Rich? Uh, <laughs> no, I think Pat won it. <laughs> I have a question. I mean, it's, it's literally my job to give the questions, but I'll allow it. <laughs> Is it going to snake? Uh, it is not going to snake. It's not going to snake. There's no reason for it to snake. Cut it anyway. I I just I just wanted to get it in there. I feel like you know I've heard Craig talk about fifty times. I feel like I've heard him say that about five hundred. So I just thought I'd drop it in. I miss Craig. I want drunk Craig. I'm really disappointed that I'm here this week and not not last. I week. mean, you might get drunk Craig in twenty minutes. There's no way of knowing. He, he could he could. It's, it keeps us on edge. He could drop into this podcast at any time uh, we have no control over this ironically like the auditors he's off dealing with <laughs> right questions you're gonna go you are actually you're gonna be in alphabetical order this is this is how we roll so mark you're gonna have the first question and this is gonna be fun because i've seen some of your answers um, so you're definitely gonna enjoy <laughs> this um, so your question mark the Why former the first alphabetically. Yeah. MNPR, mate. It's not that complicated. Well, I know that, but it's just like I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm never the first alphabetically. I'm, I'm in the middle. I'm Mark. Yeah. <laughs> More towards the end. This. This is quite a moment for you, isn't it? It is. I'm quite. <laughs> all those years sitting in registers. <laughs> I mean, as as someone who now, now it's my time to shine. Here we go. All right, mate. It's not the bloody Oscars. <laughs> Play the music, Rich. I've spent my whole (laughs) life winning this one, except when that prick Aaron joined our school. Um, (laughs) Right, your question, if you are ready. Um, The former bodybuilder and four-time Mr. Olympia champion in the late 2000s shares his name with which former NFL quarterback? Your options are A, Warren Moon, B, Vinny Testaverde, C, Vince Young, or D, Jay Cutler. So... Can you, can you give me those um, give me those options again? Oh, the textbook. Repeat the question to buy a bit of time. <laughs> he is an old pro. Yeah, Vince Young, Vinny Testaverde, Warren Moon, Jay Cutler. 
It's amazing how much thinking time is required for a question that you clearly have this zero idea about. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm. I, it can't, it's not going to be Vinny. No one's. No one else is called Vinny Testaverde. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when do you put it like that? <laughs> no one else is called that. Um, I can't see it being Warren Moon because that feels a bit too Adam. I'd le- um, I'd, none of the answers have come from, actually, well, one or two of the answers have come from me where you gave the same one in true Fibbage right. style, but not this one. Um, so I'm down to two and I'll go Jay Cutler. Oh, Jay Cutler's correct. Oh, you bastard. Ah. I got, yeah. My answer got down to the final two then. I was like, yes, come on, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't believe you don't believe that there's not another Vinny Testaverde out there. Absolutely <laughs> can't possibly. <laughs> Vinny I think, Testaverde. It, I think it's only, only a bodybuilder would also be called Vinny Testaverde. My my my, uh, my tactic was go and find quarterbacks with stupid names, or just go and find a random titan. Yeah, <laughs> I picked Warren Moon because I know Adam likes Warren Moon. I was like, well, he might write a question about Warren Moon. I mean, that's not not really going to get you any points in this format, but I do appreciate it. Right, question two is for you, Nate. Coming next alphabetically. Um, what is the name of the clothing brand that Drew Brees and his wife have set up? Um, uh, your options are, assuming you're not wearing it right now, no. Um, your options are A, Saints and Sinners, B, Nine Brand, C, Breezer's Faves, or D, Breesiers. Oh, I really want it to be Breezer's Faves. Oh my God, that is phenomenal. <laughs> I'm not gonna pick. I'm not gonna pick it because it's absolutely what Rich wrote. Um, so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. What was the? Can I have the first option again. Saints and sinners. Yeah, let's take that. Sounds about right. That is incorrect and gets oh, mark a point. Yeah, it's a very I'm boring delighted. I'm delighted nine you brand. Picked I'm me out of a lineup for that one as well. <laughs> <laughs> was, Nine was brand is so shit. We're all better. All picked better names. Oh, than that. that is the worst name of the four, and that's the one they went with. Absolutely. Did I get Mark? Did I get Mark right? Uh, Rich right? Uh, yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. superb! Absolutely. I'm more happy about that than the points. <laughs> Can't believe we've entirely, entirely changed up the quiz format, and it's still three 0 Mark. <laughs> give it time. Give it time. Right, Pat, it's your question next. Which team made the playoffs five times between 1993 and 1999 and didn't win a single game? Is it A, the Arizona Cardinals, B, the Detroit Lions, C, Miami Dolphins, D, New England Patriots? Cardinals. The Cardinals gets richer points. Well, rich. It was the Detroit Lions. Of course it's the Lions. (laughs) Um, the Cardinals, by the way, when I saw Not that, that answer, they were the Cardinals were nowhere near the playoffs at any point in the nineties. I'm convinced they were absolutely dreadful. Time's an illusion, mate. Yeah, <laughs> but Rich is on the board, and Rich now gets to answer a question: What happened three times in a 1984 game between the Giants and the Rams? A a safety, B a punt return for a touchdown. C, power outages and a floodlight failure, possibly caused by a disgruntled employee. Or D, play halted to catch and remove a cat from the field. (laughs) 
It's really annoying. Times. The variety of styles. Really of annoying. Because <laughs> I want to go with the boring ones because they're the ones that sort of seem more obvious. But also, I don't know why you'd pick a game from the 80s if three punt returns for touchdowns was, was the answer. Um, I quite like the power outages one. Uh, wait, what was what was the other non-boring? The other non play play halted to catch and remove a oh, cat from the field. Remove a cat. That's tempting. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with the power outages. The power outages. Oh. I'll tell you what, that gets Mark and Nate a point each because both what? of them gave that as an answer. <laughs> Good man, great minds. That's what they said. Unbelievable. Yeah. There you I, go. I, 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 I am the guard. Over the uh, the uh, the caveat on that one, I was like, "Oh, why why was it?" I was like, "Oh, definitely a disgruntled employee, trying to some arsehole with some pliers somewhere." <laughs> safeties was correct. I love that idea. Yeah, oh. it was three safeties, all for the same team as well. I liked I liked that one, but it seemed a little bit, you know, could have happened several times over the years. I'd be surprised. That feels like quite in some bad teams. Yeah, true. All right, Possibly. next. Once <laughs> he may come up. Um, right, next question. Mark, who was the US president when the last time that the Raiders won a playoff game? Um, you can have some options. A, George H.W. Bush. That would be George Bush Sr. B, Bill Clinton. C, George W. Bush. Or D, Donald Trump. This almost requires a bit of knowledge, so apologies <laughs> for that. Or just a guess. Yeah, I've no idea. Um, I can't. I don't think they've won a playoff game as recently as Trump. Um, so let's go with Clinton. Bill Clinton gets Nate and Rich a point each. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Uh, it was George W. Bush, the younger Bush. Um, they made the 2002 AFC Championship game. In fact, they may have won it. That was the game they won. That was the last time they won. And they made the Super Bowl and they haven't won a playoff game since. Um, I should know it was the Titans that they beat in that game. Right, next up is Nate again. How I've set myself up for a nightmare with this. <laughs> um, right. Tua, as in Tua Tungabailoa. Um, is short for what? Um, a. Has he got little legs? <laughs> well, please, please. I'm only reading these out once. A. <laughs> Tuala. B. Tua. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> a. Tuala. B. Taugalu. C. Tuanu Vunipola. Or D. <laughs> Just answer with A, B, C, or D. What did you say? What did you say in the middle of that word? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I read what was on my screen. Uh, a. Uh, I don't know. Let's go with A. It's it, A. I mean, I'm glad you went with A because it's the easiest to say, and that's too hard. <laughs> but it's certainly not the answer. That gets richer point. The answer was D. Um, don't say it again <laughs> I, I, I didn't name him I mean what, what, what can I do 
I didn't write the question. No, I did write the question. I, I pieced together his his name, um, so Tua, and his mum's name, and that's how I created mine. Nice. <laughs> I went I went and looked up an actual name because I didn't want to be uh, <laughs> coming up with something that made Adam say something even worse. You didn't, you didn't want to be as racist as Tua's parents. That's what you're saying. <laughs> I ran the start of his name into Manu Vunipola's name. Which I, did like. I did. I did I, recognize yeah. that. I caught that one. <laughs> <laughs> that was mostly for Russ when he listens back. All right. Um, he pa- he, he, oh, no, he will. He absolutely will. Pat, you are on zero. Nate, you're on two. Rich, you are on three. Mark, on four. Pat, you have the next question. What was the name of the Elvis impersonator who provided the halftime entertainment at Super Bowl 23? I'm sure you will remember him. Was it A, Andy Kaufman? B... F.B. Gary Gluck. <laughs> I may have spoiled this for whoever. I mean, so I'll start again. A. Andy Kaufman. B. Gary Graceland. C. Elvis <laughs> Prestige. Or D. Elvis Presto. I mean, it's none of them, surely. Oh, God. <laughs> I love Andy Kaufman. That's a great name for a singer. <laughs> But if I've learned anything from the Drew Brees answer, it's to pick the shittest one for an Elvis impersonator. So I'm going to go Elvis Preston. That gets you two points. Well done. Yes! <laughs> Thanks for being shit, America. Um, Andy I... Coffin was Nate's. So I did like that. Um, Gary to... Graceland. I... I mean, I couldn't read it. I, I googled Ameri- I googled uh, the best uh, Elvis impersonations and saw that Andy Kaufman had done a done a bit where he where he impersonated him. I was like, that's going in. <laughs> my favourite thing. My favourite fav- <laughs> thing about that question is that without looking up, I actually sent Adam the answer. Elvis Presto. <laughs> <laughs> that's still can't believe that. Yeah, <laughs> had to change it to Elvis Prestige because my brain just wouldn't come up with any other options. Once you've seen that, there's no getting away from it, is there? Right, uh, Rich. By, when... the way, Gary, by the way, Gary Graceland is a real Elvis impersonator doing the rounds on the UK circuit. Really? <laughs> that's got to be Butlins. Wow. Yeah, that's a real. That's that's a real individual. Long, um, long, long stuff. A team night out. I mean, if, if Butlins, Bogner Regis, plenty of tickets are available. The problem is, if parents name you that, you've really got only one career choice. Name <laughs> <laughs> you Gary. I mean, you've already you've already got the Graceland. <laughs> I mean, Gary's a really a... poor choice, to be honest. If that's, if that's it's either it's either Elvis or Glitter, isn't it? <laughs> that's why I thought that was going. <laughs> um, I think he's out now. Anyway. Um... Right, Rich, this is taking a while. When Sean Sweesham of the, which I can almost say, of the Steelers kicked off to Darius Renaud, which I definitely, I butchered both names, I don't even know one of them. Uh, I'll start that again. When Sean Sweesham, Sweesham, when Sean kicked off. When Sean for the Steelers kicked off to Darius of the Titans in a game in 2013 to start the game, what happened? A. Lightning struck the stadium. B. Ball hit a seagull, then a surprise Titan, and was recovered by a stealer in Titan's territory. C. (laughs) Renault knelt in the end zone for a safety, not realising he'd already stepped out of it. 
for D. Renault caught the ball at the one-yard line and returned the ball 98 yards before dropping it a yard short of scoring a touchdown. Crazily, I actually think I've watched the video of this fairly recently. Is it C? It is. That's annoying. (laughs) 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 Sorry for ruining that one. (laughs) By by using knowledge to answer a question. (laughs) Yeah, how dare you? It's not in the spirit of things, is it? No, no. Right, next up, Mark. In 2015, which quarterback tried to stop the clock by taking a knee instead of spiking the ball? Um, I mean, they're all quite believable. A. Kirk Cousins. B. Blake Bortles. C. Johnny Manziel. Or D. Ryan Tannehill. Um, let's go with Tannehill. You prick. Rich gets it. <laughs> it was Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Oh, yeah. we should have guessed choice. that because he would lined up behind his fucking guard before. He's a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to change my answer for that because I put Jay Cutler originally and I was like, oh, hang on, he's already the answer for one. I can't use him again. <laughs> <laughs> it could, really could have been. It's the only one I use Google for just to check who was active in 2015 and then yeah. someone who was dumb. Yeah, that's exactly how I ended up doing it. <laughs> 2015 starting quarterbacks do shit. You've, you've all taken this too seriously because you've assumed that somebody answering the question would know who was active in 2015. So the logic all falls flat. Right, Nate, next question. We've only got three of these to go. Um, who was arrested in Mobile, Alabama on July the 5th, 2010 for being in possession of codeine syrup without a prescription? Was it A, Dominique Rogers Cromarty? B, Jamarcus Russell, C, Mike Shanahan, or D, Pat McAfee? Please say D. Pat McAfee. (laughs) No, it wasn't. That gets Pat a point. And Pat didn't even know that was your question, which I find incredible. Uh, The correct answer was Jamarcus Russell. Oh, do you know what? Until I heard Pat McAfee, that's who I was going to go with. Right, Nate, you're on two. Pat's on three. Mark on four. Rich in the lead with six. Pat, your question. Which NFL position is also the name of one of Philip Rivers' kids? Oh, God. Is it A, center, B, gunner, C, holder, or D, nickelback? (laughs) I think on balance, gunner is the most likely. (laughs) Does that mean that's what your answer is? Yeah. Don't speak ill of little Nickelback Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my favourites. Uh, but yeah, you are right to say it's Gunner. <laughs> okay. Uh, I knew I nearly I nearly entered the name safety by that. <laughs> <laughs> that that was that was that was too perfect. Um ironically no safety use whatsoever in contraception. <laughs> Right, Rich, final question. Who sang the wrong words of the national anthem before Super Bowl 45 in Arlington? Was it A, Carrie Underwood, B, Christina Aguilera, C, Lady Gaga, or D, Borat? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I really want to go with One of those is not like the other. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
I mean, I would have actually watched this and probably laughed at it at the time. Um, I really want to go with one of the pop princesses, but they seem very obvious. Let's go with Carrie Underwood. It was not Carrie Underwood. That gets Nate a point. It was Christina Aguilera. Doesn't matter, though. You have more points than anyone else, so you get some music, Rich. Well played. Six so points. So that's done, Mark. Pat on five, Mark on four, Nate on three. There you go. <laughs> what, what was that, Rich? Speak up. Speak up if you're trying to be fanciful. I, I said it perfectly loudly the first time. <laughs> to yourself. Go back and listen to the recording, Mark. You'll hear it. Nah. <laughs> Whoa, did no strap that? I got in your ears. I, I skip any bit that Rich talks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure podcasters could do that sort of thing. I think we're in a world where the tech, you can filter out certain person's voice. I tried to do that with Mark, but it was only 15 minutes long at the end of it. Uh, Narrative. Yeah. Sociopathic Google Pixel. Original. We don't do much that's original. (laughs) All right. Speaking of original, should we do some one sentence reviews? Week 18 happened. Um, it's best to gloss over it, but we'll, we'll we'll do it anyway. Right. Kansas City 31, Las Vegas 13. Palindromigami! <laughs> Tennessee 16, Jacksonville 20. The Titans' seventh straight loss gives the Jags their first AFC title since 2017. But really, does anyone care? <laughs> Tampa Bay 17, Atlanta 30. So the NFC South champions head to the playoffs with a losing record, and I'm not sure they're quite one and done on that one. Oh, I hope so. Well, actually, it's the Cowboys, I don't know. Um, New England 23, Buffalo 35. Thank you, Buffalo, for putting on the game, the NFL, just exactly what they needed after the week it's just had. And by that, I mean making sure the Pats didn't make the playoffs. Um, Minnesota 29, Chicago 13. Cousins only needed a half to dominate the Bears, who somehow also managed to secure the first overall pick. And they did it by Houston 32, Indianapolis 31. As a fan of a different AFC South team, this one was doubly hilarious to me. One final fuck you from Lovie Smith. New York Jets 6, Miami 11. This was one of those games that you know Adam will be firing up to watch and fall during the off-season. Despite all their offensive struggles, the Dolphins grabbed that final playoff spot. <laughs> I don't know, that was pretty bad. Um, Carolina 10, New Orleans 7. Two bad teams play a bad game of football. Next. Cleveland 14, Pittsburgh 28. For most of this game, it looked like the Steelers might actually grab that final playoff spot. But regardless of missing out, the future looked promising in Pittsburgh. Baltimore 16, Cincinnati 27. Does this mean the Bengals can all stop whining? For now at least. Pricks. <laughs> New York Giants 16, Philadelphia 22. Jalen Hurts is back, but this was far from convincing from the Eagles, who limp into the, num- the number one seed with questions to answer. Speaking of far from convincing, Dallas 6, Washington 26. Dallas appeared to have both figuratively and literally sat out of this game, allowing the commanders to roll them over without so much as a whimper. LA Chargers 28, Denver 31. What the fuck was Brandon Staley doing in this one? He managed to lose and barely rest his starters. What an idiot. 
LA Rams 16, Seattle 19. What a shame the Seahawks didn't didn't get a chance to officially win this one and make the playoffs in front of their fans. Thank you, NFL schedulers. Arizona 13, San Francisco 38. JJ Watt's final career game in Cliff Kingsbury's final defeat in Arizona. San Fran has secured the second seed with their 10th straight win. Detroit 20, Green Bay 16. They might have just been knocked out of the playoffs, but you had to know that Dan Campbell was not going to accept anything less than full gas. And a little bonus one sentence review. Aston Villa 1, Stevenage 2. In the only game of football that actually mattered this weekend, League 2 Stevenage <laughs> sailed through to the fourth round of the FA Cup after coming back from a goal down with goals in the 90th and 93rd minutes to consign Aston Villa to an eighth straight year without an FA Cup victory. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> that was longer than one of Craig's. <laughs> I, I, I wish he'd. I wish he'd done like an entire like five minute match report. That would have been brilliant. I think he he really could have done. I wrote that at about one a.m. last night, and it was about four paragraphs that I condensed. <laughs> <laughs> Although I I did leave in another sentence, which was uh, they've only won one game in the FA Cup since they last reached the FA Cup final, and that game was a replay with Wickham. Bloody hell! That's yeah, pathetic. Gen- genuinely, when when the app came up, um, when my app came up to tell me you'd scored the winner, I actually jumped out of my sofa. <laughs> out of <laughs> your sofa. Genuinely, I leapt. I leapt. Can you be in a sofa? I guess you have to if you, you know can be I out mean, of a sofa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I, uh, I I really poorly filmed the uh, the winning goal because it came from a short corner. I'm filming the player that received the ball. I don't, I don't follow the ball into the net, so it's just recording him. And obviously the ball hits the net, chaos ensues, and you can hear me both emotionally and physically like break. <laughs> I've, I've never I've never been one for screaming, oh my God, but I just scream it over and over again and my voice just disappears with each one. And in the end, it's literally me just going... <laughs> That's excellent. I tweeted it, so go and have a look because it's actually hilarious. So if you if you're wondering who the pricks are that film things at concerts, sporting events, that sort of thing, um, it's not everyone. Yeah. Well, so, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I I I filmed it and then didn't actually watch it through my phone, which is why I miss it. <laughs> That's <laughs> fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, uh, pheno- phenomenal stuff. I I was watching on on the iPlayer, um, like all the cool kids, and very much enjoyed that. Uh, Oh, I almost as almost as much as I enjoyed Green Bay getting knocked out of the playoffs by Detroit <laughs> after everything that happened, tried to conspire to help them into the playoffs. The NFL helping them by scheduling it on Sunday night when they know what the Seahawks have done already. So Detroit could have been out and rolled over, um, fixing it so that the most ridiculous call on an interception got overturned. Um, doing everything they could to help them, but as you as you say, Dan Campbell having none of it, and I was absolutely loving it. It was a shot themselves in the foot moment that scheduling as well, because that game going on at the same time as the Seattle Rams roller coaster would have been incredible. As it was, it was just like well, I hope Detroit can do us all a favor here, and they were up for it. Oh, just oh yeah. I mean, we thought they might be up for it, but there was up for it, and there was up for it like that. Um, and the, and the penalty that overturned that first interception 
they didn't show it on the game in 40, and that's normally a sure sign it was a shit call and they don't want the controversy on screen. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that and just they're too lazy to edit the game in 40 properly. It's probably it was, some, it was hands to the face, right? Somewhere on the O-line. So, yeah, they just never showed a replay of what was going on the O-line at all. It was just like, oh, interception. Oh, no, uh, penalty. Fine, whatever, move on. But the Lions, the Lions overcame it, which is which is fantastic. The, I mean, there are a few, obviously, week eighteen, a shitload of irrelevant games, um, and a few narratives, side side stories here and there, like like the Texans in Indy, which, uh, it was hilarious on many levels, um, but the the manner of it, it just where, but you you come up, you come up, you see this sometimes at this time of the season where teams just don't give a fuck or the head coach is motivated just to say up yours to the owners who are about to sack them in Lovey Smith's case. <laughs> just full respect to me. Yeah. <clears throat> so with that game, I was, I was, I was driving back from Birmingham. So I was buzzing. Um, and I put, um, I, I was like, Oh, what I'll do is I'll put red, red zone on, suck the phone away and I'll just listen to it. Cause I was like, it should be still entertaining as hell, even though I can't see what's going on because you got the description, you got the, the commentary. Great, red zone's awesome. I stopped at rugby services about forty-five minutes into my journey and turned it off because I was fuming about how <laughs> <laughs> only you could get that angry about the game the game's... that irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about how the game had started, and then and then I sort of checked later on, and I was like, oh, we're ahead. Ah, oh, cool, all right, and then you know. Checked again when I got home. We we lost. It felt like, well, like that, the that lead. was a wild, wild, uh, wild up and down. But I'm not annoyed about missing. I'm not. I'm more annoyed about missing out on the third pick than I am about not making the playoffs or losing to the Texans. It's a. It's you. Yeah, you don't quite know what to cheer for sometimes. I I don't know exactly how many times it was, but it felt like I'm watching actually watching Red Zone and following it that the lead changed 17 times. Um. That's probably not possible. It, it did sound and look like a good game from Red Zone. The funniest thing about this will be when the uh, when the when the Bears force the Texans to trade back up by intimating that whoever they want a quarterback, someone else is going to trade above them to get them. Oh, that's a hundred percent happening. That's all they've done. Yeah, it's it's and the fun the funniest thing for me was all the commentators and Scott Hansen being incandescent about them winning the game. And <laughs> <laughs> couldn't oh, believe. It, what you're doing it, it is the level of dumb only the texans in recent history are going to achieve isn't it like there are some stupid franchises you... out there it's like the texans or the browns are going to do that that's the only franchises that are going to fuck themselves out of the first pick by beating one of their close i mean probably their closest but rivals on an organizational <laughs> level but on a on a head coach and players level like the head coach probably already knew he wasn't going to be there next year the players who definitely you know, you don't know if they're going to be around, so they're they're playing for a contract somewhere. Of course, they're going to go out and give it their everything. The owner was probably desperate for them to lose the game. The head coach, though, we saw a shot of uh, McNair. Didn't there was a shot of McNair after the game? So and he, he looked so pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> it's Just, almost I mean, as funny, yeah, almost as funny as Shad Khan seemingly asleep during the Jags game. <laughs> he literally all was been asleep. He was. He was. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised. No, no. Um, but, it, but yeah, it's so a weird, like, it's a weird more, dynamic. More, like. more power to more power to Lovey Smith. It's not, it's not him that is missing out anything here. So no, why not? no, no one in that situation was going to do anything like 
you know, then you you weren't you were never going to do anything with that roster where you you're not going to take it anywhere. So by him winning that final game, it's actually like you said, it's actually good for him. Um, it's like he's in a, in a situation where he's got a completely thankless task. You know, take a dreadful roster to. I mean, as it turns out, trying to do first overall and failing, but like failing because you've actually exceeded expectations. Like, I think you know, there are few coaches in the league that have had a harder task than him this year. Um, yeah, you've only got to look at what they've done there and the number of games that they seemingly kept themselves in a long time. Like they, they've obviously, you know, they've only won three games this year, but there, there's got to be. Another only? eight to ten that they probably have. Don't have forget they tied one as well late in the game. <laughs> oh yeah, true. But but into that late in the late in the um, late in the games, they were staying in games and looking competitive, and that's very different to a team that just rolls over every week, which we've seen you know other two, three, four win teams do year in year out. Honestly, I think they were reasonably well coached, yet just don't have the roster. And I think, yeah, which by definition is not Lovey Smith's fault, and I hope right. he gets. I hope he gets a good gig somewhere else. Um, well, he's he's like, probably going to go back to being a defensive coordinator, isn't he? But well, he, he should Maybe. get another shot at head coach because I mean, yeah, the Bears ended badly, but it wasn't a terrible, terrible time that he had there. And what he's done with his Texans team in one season has been excellent, as far as I'm concerned. Or not, what? not maybe excellent, but at least as good as anyone could possibly have expected. What do, you, what do you say to the players in that situation? Oh, we don't want you to win this game so we can secure that we're going to get a draft pick that's likely to replace you on the roster. <laughs> just doesn't make any doesn't make any sense. May as well, yeah, you know, yeah, ridiculous. I'm delighted that they've thrown it away just because of how angry um, the owner was looking. <laughs> on yeah. a on a related side note, I saw one of the like expert commenters on the NFL brand Twitter accounts complaining about Chicago fans celebrating them getting the number one pick. They were watching the end of the Texans Colts game. And I was like, listen, I'm speaking as a fan who that's happened to recently. And when you've had fuck all else to celebrate this season, someone else losing that benefits your team. Of course, you're going to celebrate that. Oh, they're celebrating their team being the worst in the NFL. No, dickhead. They're celebrating that they might have a brighter future because they've just had something beneficial happen after a season of shit. Give them a break. Stop I remember what, you watching us. I don't know if there's any team, if there's any team that is going to fuck up the number one overall pick, it's the Bears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, there, it, are lo- come... oh, hang on. there are loads that will fuck it up. What are you talking about? The Raiders <laughs> will be worse. <laughs> well, the... the... We had a game in 2014 against the Jets. It wasn't it wasn't week 17. It was like a week or two before where it was like it was the Winston Mariota draft coming up, and the Bucks ended up with the first first pick. We ended up number two, and a lot hung on this game against the Jets, where they were kind of in contention. That was the vibe. With hindsight, at the time. not a with lot. well, yeah, but <laughs> it, it felt. But when we were like 2014 was as bad as we've ever been as a as an organizer as a team as a everything everything was woeful and that's weird that's this, the last time I enjoyed football yeah. <laughs> but this game <laughs> the, the, the Jets were atrocious as well and one of the worst games of football ever, I've ever seen now, I, can, I can't I'm not wired to want the Titans to lose watching a game but I remember watching us lose that game and just laughing like it felt it was the only time I felt like that and it like it was like the Jets are 
atrociously bad, but just not not quite as bad. So we're going to win either Mariota or Winston, which at the time was quite exciting. So it it does happen, and uh, the the following year, funnily enough, we were in the we were in the then in the position that the Bears are. We'd got the quarterback that we thought was the future. The following year, I mean, the shit carried on. And we picked number one overall in 2016. So had that bear situation traded with the Rams who took Goff, um, got four or five picks and got a boatload of players, including Derek Henry with those four or five picks that we, we, we got from that first pick overall. So it worked out really nicely. The bears, if they're smart, will do something similar because they have to believe that fields is the guy. And they're not, they're not going to, they're not going to pick a different position and let Houston take Bryce Young. Are they? They've, they've got to get more value for that position that they're in. The only way they stick at number one, if through the the sort of college review and draft season, someone emerges who is like a, a generational pass rusher, that's that's the only way they're going to trade. They're going to trade back. But if they do, like you say, they should get an absolute boatload. And if they invest in the trenches and you know a wide receiver or two. They could look very handy next year, particularly given the the state that that division's in. You'd think that it, it's possible that, you know, it's it's Lions Bears potentially aiming towards the top of that division next season. Yeah, I mean, you're you're describing the Bengals two years three years ago, right? Like that's exactly yeah. what they did. They 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 had an unbelievable draft, and look where they are now. Like I know they last year going to the Super Bowl, they were ahead, well ahead of schedule, but. They are they're an unrecognizable franchise at the moment, off of really one draft. I mean, I know they've had two since, but one draft really set them up to go and just do something weird and different and wild. And look at them now. They need to stop whinging about the NFL screwing them allegedly. Uh, <laughs> shut up, Adam. <laughs> oh, that really pissed me off, as you could probably tell. Like the Joe Mixon coin flip. Joe Joe Mixon, well, every every fan who I've ever seen on Twitter who's a Bengals fan whinging about it, like when two like days ago, two, two days ago there. Giant bell end coin. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the team, every, even their social media, like make it not jokes about it, but like two days ago, you're saying that a guy's health is more important than anything else. And then literally 48 hours later, oh, he's going to be all right. We're just going to behave like pricks about it. Come on. I enjoyed... you, you've, got, you've got to lay in the bed that you lie in, even if you don't plan for it. I enjoyed the suggestions from some Bengals quarters that they should, well, they're just, they should just push the playoffs back by a week. And then, uh, and then we can play the extra game in that week. And, you know, yeah, the other teams will get a bye and, and everyone will be happy. It's like, you're aware that they organized the Super Bowl probably 18 months earlier than that because they need to secure all of the you know performers and security and people will have huge amounts of money invested in going to the game but no let's just push it back a week i'm sure it'll be fine i mean to be fair there is a week there is a week between the championship games and the uh the uh super bowl where nothing important or interesting <laughs> happens right they'll, they'll never there is they'll that. never They'll never not have that that bye week option for no, those teams because no, they don't they course. don't want injured players going into the play going to Super Bowl if they don't have to. Yeah. But it's, it was yeah. just right. We want the solution that suits us best because we're <laughs> going to be selfish pricks. That's what it was, and, and it was all yeah. predicated on the fact that they were obviously going to beat Buffalo in that game. Apparently, according to Bengals fans, <laughs> it was like oh, let's just assume when we beat them that we should get the first overall pick. It's ludicrous. Mm. 
Um, I didn't plan to talk about this either. I plan to talk about Black Monday. And we sort of we touched on Lovey Smith. It was boring as fuck. Well, it was. <laughs> a lot of it a lot of it had been had happened already. Um, the Panthers and the Colts getting rid of their head coaches in the middle of the season, which is ideal, Yay. I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they they presumably need to hire somebody. Maybe they don't. Maybe it's going to be Jeff Saturday. Um Let's it's talk not, about it. Let's talk about that. Can not, it please be Jeff not, Saturday? It's not. It's not. <laughs> Jim Mersey loves him. Shut up. Um, the, uh, the Irish <laughs> NFL show tweeted literally four or five hours ago saying that after 13 seasons as a player and mid-year interim head coach, uh, he's been considered as a permanent head coach. And I just don't believe it for a second. It's fucking ridiculous. It's not going to happen. But the Irish care, NFL show are a don't care source what, for breaking cult stories, aren't they? I don't care what what your sources are saying. I don't care what the franchise is saying, right? He is not in contention. It's utter bollocks. Um, he's done exactly the job he was brought in to do, which was to take the heat, see us to a decent pick. Yeah, but on that the, other, on the other hand... Has any other coach named Saturday coached on a Saturday? Oh, Adam, shut up, man. <laughs> Surely he's the Indianapolis Pat Guardiola. <laughs> I love the fact I've genuinely annoyed you. That's brilliant. Just fucking nonsense. No, no we're going to get a proper. We're going to get a proper head coach. He's coming. I love Jeff Saturday. He's done exactly the job he was meant to do. The football wasn't always terrible. The offensive, he, I mean, he was they, the Colts were instantly more interesting to watch with Saturday than Reich. They just were, um, you know, nothing to do, nothing to do with on the defensive side of the ball. Um, Gus Bradley did an average job, um, which meant we got worse um, on that side of the ball. Um, but we were okay. At times, offensively, we, I mean, that that first half against the Vikings was possibly the best half, half of football I think I've ever watched. Obviously, like, biases, right? But unbelievable. Uh, and I'm glad I didn't watch the second half. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I wouldn't check the score if I were you. I assume that it, it went to plan. Um, the yeah, We won by 50 points, didn't we? I see, um, yeah, that's probably what happened. Who do you want, question. though? Who, if it's a... not... Sorry, sorry, Rich. Um, no, no, go for it. I was, who, I was would, ask, uh... who do you want as head coach or who is it likely to be? I feel like that. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, it's not gonna it's not gonna happen, but like I wouldn't mind taking a punt on like uh Sean Payton. Um but he, he Saints, might mind Saints, but the Saints are gonna command quite the draft capital on that and it's bullshit that they get anything when he's. Yeah, it is. Uh, it, is. it really pisses me off. Mm. Um, but but you know, Chris it, it'll be a struggle because you haven't. Do that. I, I don't think you've requested an interview with uh, with Sean Payton. No, so we that makes it more slightly more challenging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks. No, just just uh, you don't need to interview them. I bet Jeff um, Saturday I, didn't I have an interview. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, honestly, honestly don't know. Like, I'd I'd be quite he's interested got one this time. <laughs> I'd be quite yeah. interested in seeing Jim Harbour have a go. But, you know... I don't see people all of the clubs who are looking at fighting for. Yeah, I don't, I, literally, I, I, don't, I literally don't know. Who else is there? Who else is there around so, that's so far, genuinely so, worth having a punt? So, Those two, no one else. So far, the only coaches you've requested an interview with is Aaron Glenn who's, and Ben Johnson, the two Lions coordinators. 
um, Giro Rivero, the Broncos defensive coordinator, Raheem Morris, Rams defensive coordinator, and Shane Stryken, the Eagles offensive coordinator. Other than your man Jeff Saturday. This, this, so this is this. This just goes to show how little, like how much I've checked out of the NFL this season. I didn't know <laughs> any of that. <laughs> I didn't have a um, the the answer, the person who I want to take over is Nick Sirianni, but he's not going to leave the Eagles now, is he? <laughs> yeah, if you're looking at an Eagles coordinator, that's that's potentially the next best thing. We've just had one of them. Don't want another one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the I think there are deeper issues at the Colts at the moment. I I don't know whether Some of their there's fans. Any, the... I don't know whether there's any oh, rumblings. All the players. I don't know if there's any rumblings of GM changes. It sounds like not from what I've seen, but do you do you no. genuinely believe he's the way forward? Yes. Look, look, there's 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 a lot of problems with what's happened at quarterback, um, which I can only blame him for some of. Like, as much as I loved loved him and still do love him, the timing of Andrew Luck retiring is gonna set any any franchise back. Several years. It's fucking horrendous. That was absolutely horrendous. Quite a long time ago now, though. No, no, but I know, no, 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 I know. But who? But gen- genuinely, who has really like been available? We've not had the draft capital, or you know, okay, a GM prepared to spend the draft capital to go up to number one because we've had picks that are too too low. Like it's going to take cost way too much with that first round pick, and then everything else we're going to have sent to move up to get a quarterback. There's not really been great options at quarterback that have been available other than Matt Stafford. Because I didn't want fucking Tom Brady. I don't care what anybody says. He was never an option. <laughs> he can fuck off. Like who else has correct, been available? Correct. You might be able to you might be able to go, you might have been able to get maybe Derek Carr. Would he have done much Ar- better? Aaron Rodgers. That's next season. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Thank Thanks, but no thanks. I don't care that he's not as much of a... Well, I mean, he is as much of an arsehole as Tom Brady, but it's a very different type of arsehole, isn't it? And I still don't want him. <laughs> like, I just, like I, honestly, honestly, I don't... Like, I, I'll sit here rack, racking my brains. Who are you going to get? Marcus Mariota? Yeah, all right. The Titans did that. Look how well that went. Blake Bortles. Jared Goff. No, no. Uh, Russell Wilson. Fuck off. Like, who's <clears throat> been genuinely available? No one. It's been really shit. It's been a really shit time to just really need a franchise quarterback. And the what, like, honestly, out of all the ones we've had over the last few years, I enjoyed Philip Rivers the most. And I'm as surprised as anybody about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was never on board with Matt Ryan. I hated the, hated the move then. I hate it now. He's a dinosaur. But sort of don't, like, uh, I get why they tried it. Mm. It's just shit. It's just all shit. What do I you really do? like. I really like the fact the Colts' recent QB strategy has been the same as my strategy for picking bread for cheese on toast. It's got to be white. It's got to be of all right quality, but slightly past its best. <laughs> That's a with that in mind, all over the place here. With that in mind, then next QB is probably Stetson Bennett. No, he's too young. Much too young. Um, I'll tell you I, what, that, that no, we've got a top quiz. four pick. It's that, a, we've got a top four pick. It's a, it's a, we're finally drafting a quarterback. And it's yeah. probably going to be it's probably going to be Levi Levis Levi whatever you say it and he's going to suck and we'll be back to square one. Well, he's going to be sat that, behind a porous O line, which won't help. Well, maybe we'll get a better uh, O line coach in there, and I'm sure that we that can that um, 
2030 Sporkle quiz of the last 20 years of Colts quarterbacks going to be fun. Uh, um, who's the one you're going <laughs> to forget? Who's that one I, you won't get? Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> and I can't wait to tell you to fuck off when you start doing it on this quiz, in this, on this show in 10 years. <laughs> God, can you imagine churning these out in 10 years? Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we probably will. Why not? You really will be bored by then. <laughs> right. This is. We gonna... all will. <laughs> that one's buying us. Right. Uh... Rich won't be. Oh, he lacked Monday. <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury, he was also fired. Far too much. Um... Yay. As predicted by us for most of this season. Yeah. What I mean, I, I quite like him as a Titans offensive coordinator. Why not give it a shot? Um, Frank Reich, that'd be fun. Um, oh god that'd be hilarious it would be slightly better than Todd Downing I mean you would be slightly better than Todd Downing until he calls a (laughs) Titan screen on your one yard line and your quarterback throws it left handed to a Titans or in your case the Colts (laughs) can you blame the coordinator for that That, yeah absolutely it was Frank Wright that called it idiot fuck off (laughs) I mean that's that's definitely on Carson Wentz but you know, no, the play was wrong. The play was wrong from the outset. He should never have called it. He he sold went right down <laughs> the twenty there. Good. Yeah, I think we're all fine with it. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm fine with it as well. But yeah, yeah. Cliff Kingsbury's gone. Nathaniel Hackett was before, wasn't he? He'd gone yeah, already. Um, been gone. Yeah. Two two three weeks back now. Yeah. Feels like I've longer. lost. I've lost interest in this chat. We need to move on. We're. Uh... <laughs> Sorry. The, the weird thing this year is that because there's so few vacancies available, the chatter around who's going to take over those those vacancies seems to be entirely focused on basically who gets Sean Payton and everyone else is sort of an, an afterthought of offensive and defensive coordinators from teams that have done well. Yep. So, so the exact same list from last year, apart from the people who got jobs last year. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Payton will end up at the Rams. So far, the Broncos are the only team that have requested an interview with him. He's going you... to the Broncos. I think that's already a done deal. You're nah. quite, you're quite into your technicality of requesting interviews, Mark. I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> kind of, kind of, bringing yeah, facts to this podcast. It's, it's harder to recruit someone if you don't talk to them first. Well, but not impossible. This is the, this, this is the NFL. All you need is a dodgy handshake and it's a done deal. <laughs> and to be, and to be whiter than white. Do you seriously think McVeigh's going then? I hope so. I, I McVay, he, he looks like it to me. Yeah, he doesn't look like he's been there all season, does he? Break. So his legacy is having won the Rams a ring and fucked them for ten years, effectively. Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. what he set out to do. That's what the thing was. Uh, the thing is, he, the Rams did, yeah. He absolutely, almost, everyone at the Rams was on board. He almost yeah. took a break last season, last off season. So, he almost retired last off season. Yeah, there was there was a lot of chat about the fact that he sort of done what he wanted to do and was you know thinking about other options and potentially going to the booth and all that kind of stuff. Came back for one more go round and that's gone badly. I, if you already felt that way a year ago and then you've had this season, I don't I don't see any reason why you don't disappear. But talking about fucking the Rams over, it wouldn't surprise me if he waits until like February time to decide that he's going. You're everything that's wrong with capitalism, Sean. <laughs> He's, um, it's not an appealing job, I think, if he goes, because, I mean, it's not... Baker's oh, God, no. Guy, no. Um, is, you don't even know... It's if, screaming um, out from Matt Patricia, isn't it? Someone <laughs> is going to be dreadful. 
Um, you don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Your running back is pissed off and doesn't particularly want to be there. Aaron Donald, is he going to retire this offseason when he was so likely to do it last year and then came back? When they Hopefully. were going to run it back, run it back. You know, how, yeah, how you wouldn't come go? back for another season of that, would you? Mm. Do the no, JJ Watt so. like, I, mean, I could play got... again, but I don't need to. Yeah. Yeah. You've, got no, you've got no draft picks, you've got no talent, you're in financial hell. Yeah, I mean, who'd want that job? It's a it's a blow it all up job, isn't it? Come back in two three years and try again, do the same thing, see what yeah. happens. Yeah. Um, I I think that's that's got to be the least appealing job. I don't know that the Cardinals is much better, just because of all of the clear tensions that have been going on in that building, and you're saddled for better or worse with Kyler Murray, who might come back and be brilliant, but he's had an ACL injury, and one of his biggest strengths is his ability to move very quickly uh, around the pocket and out of the pocket. And um, what happens if that's gone? Because he's only about five foot three, so he can't see anything. Mm. And they're shopping D-hop, so that's a, it looks like a rebuilding summer for them. Yeah. Uh, with, with 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 Murray, you, he even before the injury, he looked like he'd lost some, a lot of what was making him look special in previous years. Um, I'll just always look back at him fondly for the uh, that throw he made. I don't even remember who it was against. Seahawks maybe, where he literally had to look at the big screen because he couldn't see over the lineman in front of him to see whether the core catch was made. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> right. On my running order is five-minute previews. We we're going to preview each of the six super wildcard games for five minutes on the clock. Um, it's now going to be two-and-a-half-minute previews. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Um, that sounds far better to be honest yeah it does that was ridiculous we were never going to talk about these for five minutes not some of them anyway so in chronological (laughs) order let's look ahead to this weekend's games and the clock has started with Seattle at San Francisco I guess we better go to you Rich I hate everything about having to face face the Seahawks in the playoffs but we are the better team so hopefully we'll come out with a win I mean you really ought to it's one of it's one of those things. You go, I don't mind ever going into a playoff matchup feeling like you're a bit of an underdog. I hate going in feeling like you are your opponents are a massive underdog because it's that it's always that thing of you've got to be revved up for the game. It's a, it's a good divisional rivalry which makes me happier because the players are not going to be taking it lightly. Um, but we've you know we've beaten them twice already this season. There's always that thing of can you do it three times in a row? Everything in my brain logically screams this should be a reasonably comfortable win. Everything in my gut makes me want to throw up thinking about having to play the Seahawks in the playoffs. That's just playoff football. <laughs> yeah, it, screams, it screams of a cup upset, doesn't it? <laughs> it's exactly that. <laughs> 49ers, 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. They're, as far as I can see, they're the only team in the NFC I, playing well. And, I, uh, I, would, I would actually agree. I think that the Seahawks have they shouldn't Seahawks shouldn't be in the playoffs. They're absolute frauds. And They've limped I, past Baker Mayfield and Rams to get there and relied on yeah like Detroit. <laughs> There's, I mean, you will. I think you're ten point favourites in this game, which is ridiculous for a playoff game. Um, yeah, yeah. I think you steamroll them. It'll be three score minimum game, by the way. Yeah. I mean, we should, we should. Everything, everything about this screams. I actually genuinely wanted before we, before I had to think about the actual game itself. 
I wanted this out of the three possible matchups because the Lions are such a wild card this year and the Packers just were getting into some form and looking like they might be solid and a bit annoying to try and beat. Um, this Seahawks team doesn't have a great defense. Um, Gino has been brilliant all year and he's been a large chunk of the reason why they put themselves in this position. But if you can shut down him and that passing offense, Kenneth Walker's good. Like I like him. I think he's a great back, but I don't know that, you know, it, teams have gouged us on individual drives a bunch this year, but then we've managed to adjust and Ryan's is very good at doing Time's that. up. There we go. I like this. There you go. There's me hedging my bets for two and a half minutes. <laughs> there you go. That's Saturday at 9.30, that game. Saturday night or the middle of the night, 1.15am, LA Chargers at Jacksonville. How confident are you, Pat? More than you'd expect, I think. So we alluded to it before. The Chargers played most of their starters and picked up a couple of key injuries. One of them will probably be back, but it looked bad for Mike Williams. Um, they had to travel to Denver, where they disappointingly lost. So they had then travel home again on a short week and come to Jacksonville with relatively low momentum. We've already beaten them once this season, albeit with a much more injured team than they have now. So there's no reason not to be optimistic, except the fact that our offense has misfired in the last couple of weeks, and we're going to need it to be good to win this game. You can't rely on the defense to get you past a good team like the Chargers. They're not the Titans. <laughs> I I am so I'm so looking forward to this shot game for you. <laughs> that I am willing to stay up till four in the morning again, two weeks running to watch the Jags play football. That hasn't happened for a while. Night. That is ludicrous. <laughs> I think it's going to be a great game. Ludicrous. I think it's going to be a really enjoyable, fun, <laughs> ding dong game. The Chargers' offense against that Jags' defense, I think, could be a really fun matchup to watch. The thing about the Jags is our three leading receivers. <laughs> have all had the best seasons in their five, six, and seven years' careers. And that doesn't happen by chance. That tells you we've got a team that's good enough to get wins in the postseason. Or that they're a bit mediocre. <laughs> my, my, get out. My, my only concern from a Jacksonville point of view is that if there's one thing that the Chargers can do well, it's with, especially with someone like Austin Eckler, you expect them to be a decent rushing attack, but they're not. They're 30th in the league. It's not brilliant. Um, but passing, they're third. And that combined with the Jags <clears throat> having the 28th ranked pass defense in the league doesn't necessarily bode well. So I think you're right. You're going to have to score enough points to keep up with them. Um, but it's, do, it's going to come down to whether we can get sufficient pressure on Herbert to stop yes. that screen game and everything. And we saw the strength against the Titans was slowing the run game down a bit. That's not where the Chargers' strength is. So, yeah, we're going to need the defence to be good in a different way. And we're going to need the offence not to be complete dog shit. Your defence has been improving, though, I think. Definitely. um, Obviously, first overall pick, Walker, um, seems to look better by the week. Um, It's moving. It's trending in the right direction. The Chargers are so unpredictable. Like I kind of fancy you in this game because they've got that propensity to shit the bed. But they're equally... Time is up. I've interrupted myself. <laughs> um, Equally, though, time's up. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll never actually, know. That's actually a perfect way to end that bit, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. All right. First Sunday game, 6 p.m. Miami at Buffalo. Um, it's over to you, Mr. Salen. And how nervous are you? I really hope look you're nervous. Our, look, look at how many of our teams are in the playoffs. It's, it's delightful, isn't it? I like this. 
Um, Great. It, that won't work. I, I'm, I'm very depends. happy if, not to worry about it. Depends playing. Depends if two is playing. Sure. That's a crucial thing. If it's Skylar Thompson, I think we'll walk all over him. So Tua, um, as if, in what's his full name again? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that matters. I think that. But I think he's going to retire this year. He's diced. He is done. He literally like he he's struggling to remember really his own name. I don't blame him. <laughs> but some then, of the, but some the reports. Some the reports the... are scary about like how much yeah, yeah, how really much bad. his the concussions have rocked him this year. Like yeah. he. If he comes back, he's going to basically do an Antonio Brown and just go insane. So I think it's really in his. I don't think it's a good idea that he comes back, and I really hope he doesn't. Yeah, I agree. I I do agree. Um, we obviously can't talk about it because we'll be sanctimonious. So let's not mention it again. But um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm inclined to think that this should be an easy win. The Dol- I mean, Dolphins Bills are never and don't tend to be walkover games in the last couple of years. Um, but the Dolphins are a team that offensively look a little bit out of ideas at the moment, especially when one of their It's hard to blame starts. them when they're on their third, third string quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't, don't know. I don't think blame. it. Bills win. Um, Raheem, Raheem Mostert's out injured. He's their leading rusher. Um, Tyreek Hill isn't looking as impressive at the moment. They've lost a, a lot of games in the, in a row um, in, in a run-up to limping over the line. We should win at a canter. Mark, you said you said the Niners are t- uh, nine and a half point um, favorites. Your nine and a half point favorites, I think that's reasonable right. as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it absolutely should be that. It's going to be a bigger victory for the Bills than the Niners get. I if if Thompson plays, it'll be an absolute crushing. If Teddy plays, he might keep him in it for a couple of quarters, but then they'll be too far back. The um the, the the Bills really should go into this game thinking it's Week 18 and play like second string. <laughs> save it for imagine them. if they did that and it backfired you do it from half time um, we did right. that against the Dolphins T- in, a, in a week 17 time is up time back. is up um, we'll, ne- we'll never know <laughs> what you're about to say which is a shame right the 9.30pm on game on Sunday is Giants at Minnesota Nate we'll start with you I don't know why you, you don't have um, a team in the playoffs nor do I yeah. they um yeah, so they played earlier this year on Christmas Eve, and it was a absolute, it was a magical game of absolute chaos from start to finish, <laughs> with a sixty-one yard field goal on the final play deciding it. Uh, the Vikings haven't had a home game since like two thousand eighteen either, so that wasn't that. That was the the blown coverage play, the Stefan Diggs game, I think, wasn't it? Yes. So. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I like see. Halfway through the season, people saying, "Oh, the Vikings are the worst." Like, what six and one, seven and one, or two or three, or whatever it was team I've seen in ever. And I was like, "Oh, it's a little bit harsh." And then, like, they got absolutely bodied by the the the. Uh, Late like, one second. The Colts for half a game. There. Yeah. Sorry, no, no, no. The people were saying about the the. Uh, I mean, people saying about the Giants, but they were saying it about the Vikings. Like okay. they, were, they, they were really like, they're there, but they've you know every single win's been close. They every game they've lost has been an absolute destruction. They're they're nowhere near as good as their record suggests. And I was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. You can never really rule Justin Jefferson out, and then he fucked me in the championship final on uh, fantasy football. So. They're and the Packers get game happened, ruined. and everyone yeah, thought, yeah. nah. Yeah. yeah, so um, 
it's really hard to call because both when they're on it have this season have played some unbelievable football, but then both when they've been off of it look like the teams we sort of expected we'd get at the beginning of the season. So that just leads me to think uh, the Vikings are probably a little bit better. So I'd go with them, but I mean, they're only three point favorites. And I think that is probably reflect right. the fact that you can't fucking trust either of them. I think I the Vikings, when they're not on it, is a slightly better than the Giants when they're not on it. Yeah, yeah, yes. basically. I, th- I, I, Vikings, I think this Vikings could be an absolute... complete fraud. Complete fraud. <laughs> should be no, like, should be nowhere near. See, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Saying people in the middle of the season were like, they're just not the team that their record suggests. They're not. This is they're, exactly they're, not abs- they're absolutely not. No, the Giants. Um, but right. I do. But I do think the Vikings have a far more talented roster. Yeah. And let's be fair, right? The Giants' backups. Which is Sorry, Pat, you don't have time. To, you don't. You don't have time to be fair. Um, it's not, <laughs> not my rules. Well, they are my rules. <laughs> One fifteen a.m. Sunday night into Monday morning, Baltimore at Cincinnati. We've seen this game recently. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, and it'll be exactly I, the same. <laughs> I think it probably will. Is there is um. I mean, but Baltimore, it's so much of their success has come down to Lamar and them not having Lamar. Like I, I like I know Huntley's sort of looked all right and but it's not the same. And even they with need Lamar that. this season they haven't been particularly great. No, but yeah, they've, had, they've had they've had decidedly better than without. Ish. It's it's stunning that they've made the playoffs. It's absolutely stunning that they made the playoffs because they've been absolutely woeful for weeks and weeks and weeks now. It feels like that, right? It was Dol- like, like it was the Dolphins, that. right? Like, like like Dolphins, they've just had no. They seem to have done nothing on offense. And what's the biggest points they've put on the board? The Ravens in the last few weeks, like thirteen or seventeen or some shit. They don't score points. The Falcons, yeah. But Jackson should be back, and you just. It just feels like he comes back and absolutely torches the Bengals. I just that, that's that's the feeling I've got. And I don't think he'll win. I don't think they'll win, but I think it's going to be way closer than anybody has a right to think right now. Yeah, I think it's the same as the Dolphins' argument. Like if Tua plays, they're slightly closer to the Bills, but they won't beat them. And I think yeah. the same in this case. If if Lamar's back, unless they've been holding him out more than they needed to yeah. to save him for this, which yeah. is a fucking risky strategy, but it worked for them. You they saw beat, what they did beat the Bengals as well, week five. Yeah, but you saw what Hurts looked like when he came back. He wasn't the same Hurts at his peak before he got injured. And it makes mm-hmm. sense to bring him back and help him warm in a little bit. Lamar's coming in absolutely fresh after a big gap, and I don't see that ending in a way that's good enough to beat the Bengals. I can't I yeah, I, regardless of Lamar or not, I can't see anything other than a comfortable Bengals win. I'm gonna be controversial then. Because I think if Lamar's back, they could the um, the combination of that and the hardball coaching gets the Ravens within a score and maybe within a late field goal. Either way, for this one, I think this is way closer than anyone thinks it's going to be. If Lamar can play in it, nah. Because the well, the, big thing, the, the big thing, the big thing that the big thing that Harbaugh will do is that he will use all of his strategies to. Uh, possess the ball for as much time as possible, run a lot of time off the clock. Big That's rushing it. game. Got to cut you off. Um, final game of the wonderfully branded Super Wildcard Weekend is the one that it just, just screams, yeah, <laughs> Dallas 
and oh, Tampa God. Bay. Luckily, I've already started the clock with that waffle, so we don't have to go quite so long. It's the NFL's dream, this, isn't it? <laughs> like it's peak Buck and eight, big peak Buck and Aikman. Who's calling this, this game? To be the prime time. Who's calling this game? Oh, Buck and Aikman. There you go. What a surprise! Um, <laughs> Cowboys have never beaten Tom Brady. I don't think they will. I think uh, Buccaneers win this one. I think it's going to be a shit game. Time. I think it's been a shit game, and I think that I will be delighted that I don't stay awake for it and just watch the twelve-minute YouTube highlights of a fifty-nine victory. I disagree and think the Cowboys will win, <laughs> but I don't care enough. Um, <laughs> it, it just. I can't. No, actually, I do. I hope the Cowboys win because I'm sick of. I'm so sick of Brady. Sick of it. And he's not even. He's supposedly not even going to retire. He's going to go somewhere else. The Raiders or the Saints or whatever. And yeah. I, just piss I, us off again in new ways. I really, I, I really hope the Cowboys lose, uh, and then Brady absolutely shoots the bed against the Eagles. <laughs> Where have we seen that before? That. Oh, can you imagine him losing to another Philly special? Oh. Oh, that would be good. Oh God! <laughs> especially, especially if it's Gardner Minshew after Hertz gets injured again, and oh, Gardner Minshew oh. catches the pass. Oh my oh. God! Be outstanding. <laughs> I think we could all we we could all be on board with that very much. It's going to be weird watching a game. I don't want either side to win. Yeah, I mean, I, I that's most games in the NFL <laughs> to me. Yeah, but you're a lot more negative than me. <laughs> that's obviously yeah. very true. I yeah, just, yeah. The but I mean, the Buccaneers are another team that should be nowhere near the playoffs. They're nowhere near good enough. Um, and... <laughs> Sadly, someone had to win that division. Well, no, they. I they wish it had been the Panthers. Happy. Shouldn't have to, yeah. I don't care. So, well, yeah, no one should come out of the NFC South. It's too shite. And the Cowboys... Yeah, no, I completely agree. I completely agree. No one should come out of a division where they win with a losing record. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> Dis- disagree, talking. otherwise we'd have no hope. Time's up. There we go. That's that done. <laughs> all, all your games previewed. What other podcast does? Well, probably all of them. This week, <laughs> yeah. See, it just seems ridiculous, doesn't it? It's like I, I get it why you've got to have it the way you've got to have it, but when you've got teams that are genuinely exciting with a winning record, like the Lions aren't making it, and the Buccaneers, the Buccaneers. are, yeah. it's it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, wrong. it is. It is it's dreadful. It's absolutely dreadful. Oh well, them to breaks. Whatever. Right. Any other business? Hang <laughs> uh, uh, on a sec. Are you not even going to mention JJ Watt's uh, illustrious career? Nah, it was good. Well, thank you. You just, you, you just did. <laughs> yes, done it. Well done. <laughs> All right. We did we talk about that last week? week? Yeah, yeah, we, we did. did talk about that last week. Rich, Rich, we, we didn't we even talk here? about the Super Bowl in the week after the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> JJ's career is much more important. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mentioned it in my one sentence uh, review. What do you want from us? Oh. <laughs> More than Nothing that. really. Tweet tweet us at Long Snap Pod and complain if you know <laughs> if we're not giving you enough JJ Watt coverage. I don't care. Which will be the only one to tweet. Not even. Not <laughs> I, even. I might actually might. Not even the best player in his family. <laughs> you don't want to be using <laughs> JJ Watt coverage. I wonder if Derek Watt has ever got together with. Cooper Manning and 
Dean War. Just, <laughs> just had a collective. We're 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 a massive disappointment hug. They they have yeah, a WhatsApp they're, they're, group. Yeah, with Liam Hemsworth. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Right. Any other business? We're gonna get there. I'm pushing it there. Um, who's gonna start? Rich, you're in the top left corner of my screen. That's normally how this works. Sure. Why not? Um, I have. A quick public service announcement and a proper AB. The public service announcement is if you have eardrops and eye drops and you are trying to grab the eye drops to put into your eye, don't grab the eardrops because it's very painful and you'll end up with a 25 quid uh, opticians, emergency opticians appointment. So please don't do that. Um, the, the more serious uh, one is uh, I have a, a massive bone to pick with a member of this podcast, which is Adam saying, using the term goat, do not use the term (laughs) goat for something that is mediocre or barely above average. It's not acceptable. I don't mind the term goat, but it really annoys me that it's just starting to get used for just like whatever stuff. I'll have you know that my granny's bread and butter pudding was fantastic. (laughs) Fantastic, but not the greatest of all time. I'm sorry it's to literally be, I beg to, to differ. Know, so um it's the greatest of all time of any that I've ever had. Um so that it, it is uh, yeah, but, but by the way not... no I can't even come up with the acronym for that. <laughs> the the thing about this is I think I was where you are about a year ago with this and ranting about it and I just I, I've given up certain, I think the, certain I think the thing that annoyed me more that it was you if it had been Craig or Mark, I wouldn't have <laughs> cared. But you're the, you're the you're the like lighthouse in this ever changing crazy universe of someone who refuses to ever change or do anything <laughs> new, and you've adopted the term. I mean, what the hell, man? I still I may have used the word goat in that context, but I can tell you I've still refused, and I've never written LOL in a, any WhatsApp <laughs> message or tweet or anything ever. And that I want to, I want to die with that record intact. Um, I, I've, I'm now nervous that someone's going to search WhatsApp or my old tweets or something and find it. But I'm pretty sure you won't. I think I'm clean. Um, I don't even know why I hate it. Like I don't know. It's just, it's just stubbornness. Like I, I don't mind it written down. I do mind it said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lols. Yeah. Oh, I, I know. Yeah. You're not fucking LOLing if you're saying LOL. Nobody, l- nobody ever has. No, nobody like R O F L. No, you're not. You're not. <laughs> You'd probably hurt yourself. <laughs> See, this is how annoyed I expect you to be about people yeah. using goat for stuff that's pretty good. There you go. I genuinely, <laughs> I genuinely apologise, Rich. Thank Welcome you. to the uh, middle-aged white man podcast. Next <laughs> to talk, uh, it's Pat. That's who's next to talk. Um... Hooray! I fit that category. Um, <laughs> I have one quick thing, and that is to say, the Detectorists Christmas special was really good. It's on iPlayer, so if you haven't watched it, watched it. And if you haven't watched the two series of very gentle, pleasant comedy, watch that as well because it's good. My wife and I have literally just started watching that. I love the Detectorists. I couldn't get into it. You should at least finish the podcast, mate. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've done my AB. I'm getting into it now. Wow. Um, yeah, I can't. That's, yeah, I struggled with it. Like it was all like quite a happy sort of vibe to it. But 
I found I watched I watched the first couple and it didn't really make me laugh. Maybe I wasn't in the mood, or but I suppose these things aren't for everyone. There you go. There's some balance. Um, you could go. You could go with Pat's recommendation and ignore my opinion. I strongly urge you to do that, um, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I hate to sort of step on the toes of what Rich was saying about uh, you overusing a term. Well, I've discovered a new <laughs> term. I thought I thought you were about to give me shit for using eye drops or something there. <laughs> uh, no, and actually, I'm on eardrops at the moment. Um, <laughs> Don't put them in your eyes. I, I won't. That's all right. I'm not he's, he's not an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, and I, I was just going to talk about the Stevenage game and the, the win and how magical and exhilarating and every all the wonderful things that it was. Um, but you kind of forced me to do that a hell of a lot earlier. So I thank you for that. Um, but force. I've discovered this week, yeah, force. Like it was a struggle. Um, <laughs> people have started using the term cup sets. <laughs> and I fucking swear to God, fucking stop it. Get in the bin, you absolute turds. That, that's, exi- that's existed for years. From like I've never seen it. From B- BBC, like tax commentary, they coined that phrase a good number of years oh, ago, and I agree goodness. with you. I, I've phrase. never, I've Barry never seen Davis it. never said cup set. No, I've never seen it. I've never seen it before. And then every tweet from somebody who isn't a Villa fan or a Stevenage fan about that game was like, "Oh my god, what a cup set!" Lol. <laughs> was it? Hate was it. it the? I'll tell you. Was Hate it the? It so go, was it the goat of all cup sets? That's the question. <laughs> I'm going to be controversial here. I don't mind cups set. I like portmanteaus. Portmanteaus are good. I think it's been around long enough. I think I was in my 20s when someone coined it, so I was probably fine with it back then. They should be called one tractions, but apart from that. (laughs) This This is just perfect, the way this is going. Mark, any other business? Um, nothing really to add. Not a lot has happened to me this week other than catching strep A. So try and avoid getting that. It's not much fun. And it's fucked one of my tonsils um, for probably forever. So yeah, don't catch it if you can at all avoid it. Cheers. What were you using your tonsil for? Well, you know, it's quite handy from like a being able to eat food point of view in that it now gets in the way. Oh, right. <laughs> so it's just swollen across your throat forever. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Lovely. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's a delight. So yeah, try and avoid that if at all possible. How do you do you get strep A? Is it a bit I've like generally, uh... generally no idea how I managed to pick it up? Um, wish I could tell you because then I could go and punch that person in the face. <laughs> I don't know, Just... but it was far worse than COVID. Far worse than like any anything like that. Fucking dreadful thing to catch. Cut down on the hookers, and you wouldn't catch so many things. Ah, damn it! That's what I need to do. <laughs> There's too many of them to know which one it is, though. You can't you can't just go around punching all the hookers in the face. <laughs> They just hang around on the corner of the king road. <laughs> that, that is a really defeatist attitude. <laughs> yeah, why yeah. can't you, Rich? <laughs> He's only got so many fists. That is a complete and utter lack of uh, belief in yourself, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe uh, belief in Mark, I don't know. Mostly belief in Mark. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm off to punch a hooker. <laughs> King Road in Swindon is the red light district. So there's I've heard so many of them there. This this, oh. this is a little, this is a little bit contrived because we're probably going to end wrap things up in a second. But Adam, can you just check the long long snapper Twitter, please? I mean, 
it's not <laughs> and, often and, and, it's not often and, that I do that. And I encourage the rest of you to do the same thing. Or look at my Twitter. This this is gonna make for great podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> so can't. <laughs> I mean oh, so I've you yeah <laughs> You've you've shared a screenshot of, uh, I mean I'll read this verbatim. It's a tweet of mine from March the twenty seventh, twenty nineteen, and it and it says the following: I've never said or written "lol" to mean laughing out loud. I'm sure I had a good reason initially, but now it's just stubbornness for reasons I've long since forgotten. <laughs> and what's the argument that that counts? Absolutely, absolutely, okay. you have written it. On that bombshell, I will forgo my any other business and end this show. Um, it's been a pleasure as always. Nice to chat, Nate. Hopefully, we do a bit more of that going forward. Seeing as you you binge your own podcast, um, yeah, probably thanks, got. Thanks for having me. I might show up once in a blue moon, slightly more regularly than Craig. But uh, well, I mean, it's going to be the it's going to be the off season soon, so we'll we'll shut down for a bit. That's, that's what happens? Who are we, we going to do our quiz against this off season now? Oh, oh, you can um, get get the band together to do that. We okay, will we yeah. we will still get get the guys guys back together for that. I've already told them that there's no way they're not doing it because, at the mm-hmm. very least, they have to try and get a little bit of revenge by not finishing ninety three points behind you. <laughs> <laughs> In hindsight, the format led itself to a runaway victory like that. Um, but hey ho, um, these things happen. Um, right. My 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 arbitrary scoring always does. <laughs> that was it was uh it was the come and have a go if you think you're hard enough around wasn't it anyway i digress we're getting out of here that is more than enough from us so enjoy wild card weekend we'll catch you again soon farewell Cheers. can't wait a year from his previous quiz and that he's expected to do it for the Super Bowl weekend. There's not a chance he's doing that for Super Bowl weekend. <laughs> no, there's no chance. He would just, he would rather not turn up for six months. <laughs> Again? <laughs>